Hello, and thank you for tuning in to our Why We Are Vegan podcast interview series entitled Why We Are Vegan. Each week, I'll be posting one to two interviews I've had with inspirational vegans around the world who are walking their talk. Each of my guests share their personal vegan journey and insights they've gathered along the way. You are about to listen to my interview with Kristen Lehman. In her free time outside of her nine to five, Kristen is a world traveler and vegan blogger residing in San Diego, California. Kristen began her vegan journey three years ago. Kristen, tell us a little bit about yourself personally. I am 26 years old. I live in San Diego with my boyfriend and my dog, who I love so much. He's a little chihuahua mix terrier, and he's the best cuddler ever. We live near the beach because I love the ocean and the sounds of the waves. I love cooking. I love cooking vegan recipes and coming up with new things and bringing them to work. I love camping. I love nature. I really love traveling with my boyfriend. We try to go somewhere new, a new country every year. I love practicing yoga. That's basically me in a nutshell and yeah. Okay, cool. And what do you currently do professionally? Professionally, I work for a telecommunications company. Mm -hmm. We build satellites, and then we do Wi-Fi on planes, we do residential Wi-Fi, and then we also do communications for the military. So I work on the government side, and I'm a program control analyst. And then I also have The Plant Root, which is a website and a blog where I do vegan recipes and travel and how it is traveling vegan, um, and so that's kind of my passion project. Nice. And what are your aspirations for the future? So in the future, I would love to have more time to work on my passion project. I love showing people these vegan recipes and how any dish can be turned vegan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't just have to have salads. You could have in the morning um, biscuits and gravy, and that can be vegan as well. So I love that, and I would love to travel more and share stuff about that with the world and hopefully open people's eyes where they start having a few more vegan meals a week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I love it. All right. If you were in a room filled with a dozen kindergartners, how would you share with them why you are vegan in your own words as if speaking with them? I think I would start by telling them, do you care about the planet? Like, do you care about where we are right now? That's something that I care about so, so much. I went vegan for environmental reasons, so I think that's kind of where I would start off explaining to them that our Mother Earth is slowly dying and we're slowly killing her through all these different things we're doing. And so by choosing what I eat, I can help impact the environment in a better way and I can help bring that to other people as well. And so by also eating plants, it's really healthy for my body, so it's good for both the planet, for me, and also animals as well. Mm-hmm. What made you decide to become vegan? What tipped the scales for you? So I actually was, it was like a year after college, I had moved home and was job hunting, and my brother is vegan, and he's been vegan for about seven years. Mm-hmm. and. I was like, okay, how can I help out around the house and help my mom? Well, I can do grocery shopping and I can, you know, cook dinner every night. 
and maybe I'll try to do some vegan meals for him since, so he can actually eat them since usually he's left to his own mm-hmm. for dinner. So I started doing that, and I was like, wow, this is really easy. And then I started watching, I went down the rabbit hole of watching those documentaries that are really terrifying, and I, I think I watched... Forks Over Knives, and then Cowspiracy, which I couldn't even finish because it just terrified me. And then I was like, okay, let me try this vegan thing. I still was, like, kind of eating cheese and eggs here and there. And then I think within a month I had gotten fully vegan then. So it was a pretty fast transition for me once it opened my eyes that, wow, this is happening to our environment. How we are eating is so negatively impacting our environment. And that's something that I feel so strongly about. I remember in fifth grade thinking like, oh, we're running out of oxygen. And I would breathe slower because (laughs) I wanted to. I was like, maybe I can make a difference if I don't breathe as much. So I think I've always kind of cared about our environment. And so that's kind of Once I saw all these facts and what was happening to the planet, it was obvious that why would I not make this change? And there's so many options for us now. It's not. It used to be 20 years ago. It was a lot harder. Mm -hmm. Even five years ago, I feel like it was a lot harder than it is today. So that's kind of how I switched into it. And I feel so much better and I have a lot more energy. And yeah, so that's how I became vegan. That's great. Kristen, what does being vegan mean to you personally? Being vegan to me is kind of my whole identity. I think just because what you eat is who you are. And I'm so passionate about the environment and kind of improving my life and trying to help others learn. I mean, I make so many mistakes, so I'm still learning through this whole process. But... Being vegan means caring about those around me and caring about our environment and wanting the best for everyone. Please share how you continue to benefit from being vegan physically, emotionally, and spiritually. There's so many ways you can benefit. Physically, you... Depending on your body, you could, like, lose weight. Like, I lost weight when I turned vegan. You... You always get really good biometric screenings and physical checkups. I'm always so excited to go to the doctor now because they're always like, wow, you're so healthy. And I'm like, I know. (laughs) It feels great, you know. I have a lot more energy, I notice. When I wasn't on a vegan diet, I was so sluggish. It was hard for me to wake up in the morning, to be active, to go do things where now I'm ready to go. I want to go all these places. I want to go on hikes. Emotionally... I just feel so great. Every time I go to eat, I'm like, wow, I'm making such a great choice. It always feels so great in that respect. And then spiritually, I feel so connected with the earth and with beings around me that why would I not want to make this amazing choice that's so simple to help people? So I think it makes me feel so great spiritually that I feel so connected to each person now, each being each animal, each plant, by choosing to be vegan. How do you define a vegan lifestyle? So at first, I'd say to me, vegan was just what you're eating Mm -hmm. and what you're consuming and the things. Then it slowly started to go, okay, what am I buying? Like, oh, this thing has leather. Okay. 
that's not as great. And then now like I'm learning, I swear I learn new stuff every day. Okay, well this makeup is vegan or this product, this random product that you wouldn't think of isn't made vegan. And you're like, wait, what? Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. So now I think that's coming into my definition of vegan. It's how more of how you live your life and the things you care about than it is like what you're consuming. And I think a lot of people only think it's what you're eating. And it's definitely more of like a whole lifestyle change that slowly comes about. It's like bit by bit. Otherwise, it's too overwhelming. (laughs) Yeah. So that's a perfect segue into the next question. Tell me a little bit about your vegan lifestyle. A week in the life of Kristen. I work a nine to five job, a normal job. So usually in the morning, I wake up I try to do five minutes of meditation but it doesn't always happen I just like kind of roll up while I'm still in bed so I'm kind of sleepy and it's nice to kind of get your mindset set for the day mm-hmm. and then I usually almost every morning I make the same spinach or kale smoothie because it just makes me feel really energized I try to bring something to work that way it's less wasteful I don't have to run out and do something and I could just work all day and then come home and then hopefully work on the plant root, my blog project. Um, I try to take my dog for a walk when I get home. I usually I cook a really extravagant meal every night, which ends up stressing me out, but I love it so much at the same time. It's like it stresses me out, but then I also love it because I try to get it ready for by the time my boyfriend gets home so we can like enjoy together. So I, during the day, I'll research kind of what I want to make. One thing I usually make is vegan on from hand and then some curry or something and then a dip or something. Like I try to make a full plated meal. Usually I just watch some Netflix. Maybe we'll walk to the beach and see the sunset and then go to sleep and get ready for the next day. When I think about like my day or week, I would say... I definitely used to not take a moment to kind of check in with my body and like meditate in the morning and see how I'm doing and see where my thoughts are. So that's something that's new is I'm more in touch with myself. I, at work I have, for lunches I have my reusable napkin and my silverware that I either bring every day or it's already there if I was good and washed my dishes at work. Mm-hmm. Um, I really try so hard not to use any paper cups, paper or water cups or anything. If I'm thirsty and I'm out and about, that's my fault that I didn't bring my reusable water bottle. So I will not take one of those plastic cups from the restaurant if I forgot it or they're not offering like another solution. Um, something else, I guess, is I've started transitioning all of my all of my products in my house to be more environmentally conscious so it's hard but I've started doing it one by one so like my razor for the shower I got rid of disposable razors I use a safety razor which seems scary but it's awesome I used to always order food or order food to go or for delivery all the time. I used to live in San Francisco, so that's, like, a big thing there. You, like, order your food and it'd be at your house when you get home from work, you know? So now, even when I go to get food to go, I really think about, like, what what are they going to package this food in? What's going to happen? 
when I order my vegan meal to go. So a lot of times I won't do that anymore. I'll just head to the store and try to make something or pre-plan my week so I don't have to do that. Or I will bring like a reusable like Tupperware or something. Like now I bring that every time I, I try to bring it every time I go out to eat so I can put my leftovers in it and bring it home rather than the restaurant potentially having like plastic or something like that. So I'd say veganism has really changed like every facet of my day. What is most important to you about living a vegan lifestyle? I'd say being happy because that encompasses kind of a lot of like the little other it's an umbrella for all the other important things to me like the environment and it being good for my body and being good for the animals so I'd say being vegan is how I've been my happiest mm -hmm. and so I, I would want everyone to be their happiest and so I want everyone to experience this form of happy and so for me that's what's most important is that it's made me so happy and that makes me instill happiness and try to make other people happy as well and spread love. What do you wish more people understood about the benefits of being vegan or about living a vegan lifestyle in general? The biggest thing is I wish people understood that you don't need protein like they think you do. <laughs> I'm so tired of getting asked that question but it comes with it, so I don't mind it, because it's, okay, if I can help educate someone about that, then that's great. I wish that more people knew the impact their choices, every little choice that they're making throughout the day, has on this world, and other people, and other beings. Because I don't think a lot of people think about that. Oh, I'm going to buy a water bottle from the store, and this is you know, it, to them it's like a snap decision, but that is going to affect, has a chain reaction. Like every action has a chain reaction. Mm -hmm. um, I always think of like a body in motion stays in motion, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, you know, your energy and what you're doing is transferring to other things. So when you're putting good energy into this world, then that's just going to expand. Um, and so I... I wish people understood that all of their decisions have a reaction. That's a beautiful answer. <laughs> I'm, I'm realizing that I'm super hippie now, that I'm talking about all this stuff out loud. Embrace it, girl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Embrace it. Is there anything you wish more people would have a conversation about around veganism? I wish that people cared more about this environment that we live in and that it's not just our world it's other beings world as well and I wish people would talk more openly about that I think a lot of people it makes them feel bad because they aren't making those choices and so they don't want to talk about it and they don't want to be educated because if it's you know out of it's already out of their sight usually because we live like in a pretty great place it's out of their sight if it's out of their mind then they don't have to think about it and it doesn't affect them where it does affect everyone when you hear excuses from someone about why they couldn't go vegan, do you feel you're able to change your perspective of what you know? I feel like I am. I am always a preacher of 
to each their own. Everyone has their own journey through this life, and some things work best for others that may not work for me. So maybe they've gone through something where they're like, well, it doesn't work for me as well. I usually try to talk to them about it, to be like, hey, well, have you thought about it this way? Um, Because, of course, I would love it if everyone was vegan. Mm -hmm. But I know that everyone has their own struggles where maybe they're like, oh, it's... (laughs) Maybe they're like, oh, it's a money thing, or it's this or that, or, like, there's no vegan restaurants near me, or I hate salads, but... To me, there's always a way around it because there are so many options nowadays. I'd say 20 years ago, like, okay, yeah, maybe that's really hard. Like, you can never, it it was kind of like, I feel like 20 years ago, you just have to eat salads with nothing on them, you know, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people are like, oh, do you love salads? No, I hate salads. (laughs) I eat them because they're good for me, but I don't eat them every day. Um, So maybe 20 years ago, it was a lot harder to make that transition. But now there's like almost every restaurant has an option Mm -hmm. or you just take one thing out and that's a vegan meal for you. So I don't think there's an excuse to, to not being vegan, but I understand that everyone comes from different places and they're on their own journey and that maybe now isn't the time for them. Maybe they still have more things to learn and grow and I just want what's best for every person. How do you feel about mainstream coverage of animal cruelty, environmental concerns, and the like via social media and news outlets? I think a lot of times the news only shows that stuff more for their own ratings rather than actually trying to help promote solving this issue. It's kind of the same thing where it's out of sight, out of mind, like people aren't thinking about it. And they don't want to see that stuff because it's hard to see that. It's hard to see when you see other human suffering. That's hard. But they, when it comes to other animals, people don't want to see that either. So it's, I think the news doesn't show enough of that stuff like they need to. Or it's glossed over or it's from one viewpoint and it's not showing the whole story. Like when you see a video of cows, you know, being abused on a farm or something... And it's, then people are like, oh, well, that's that one farm. That's not everywhere. And it's kind of turned into this different perspective rather than looking at it from all angles and seeing, okay, what's actually going on? How can we help this? What can we do about it? A lot of people would rather only see the good stuff rather than seeing the bad stuff and thinking, how can I change this? What can I personally do to try to improve the world? Mm-hmm. What questions would you pose to the mainstream to move the conversation to what you feel is most important to understand about the global benefits of veganism? For me, since I am so, my veganism is so centered on the environment, I feel like they are missing how all of this affects everything that's happening and going on around the world. How each, like I was saying, how each action has a reaction. And so they're missing, like, connecting well, down the line, where what is this going to do? Like, okay, if we save this one farm, that's great, but, like, what about all the others? So they're kind of missing the big picture of our planet and how all of these choices are affecting our planet. How do you feel about the use of self-identifiers such as smegan, partially vegan, flexitarian, and the like? 
I don't mind those identifiers at all because it's, for me, it's bringing people over to, quote unquote, the light side. So, you know, like, I always think of us as like kind of like heroes for the environment and the planet. Um, so I don't mind those because if someone is going to tell me that I'm never going to go vegan, I'm never going to be a vegan in my entire life. Well, my hope and wish for that person is that maybe they can spread out a few vegan meals here and there throughout their diet, and that will have such an impact. If everyone in the world did that, Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, did Meatless Mondays, since that's so trendy, (laughs) Um, or, you know, maybe they said, okay, well, for lunches, I'm going to eat salad, or I'm going to eat vegan, or hummus and pita bread, then that's making such an impact on the environment and our planet and everyone around us and it's starting to get them to think in a different way so I don't mind if someone you know is only going to do meatless Mondays I don't mind any of that because at least they're trying and at least they're slowly thinking about their decisions and how that's impacting the world how do you feel about the phrase plant-based being used today by companies of all kinds for meals textiles home goods accessories, personal care, and other products that are not, in fact, vegan? I I struggle with this because I don't understand the difference. For me, I'm like, plant-based is vegan, and they are the same because you are eating plants from this earth. So I don't understand when companies will use that. It's kind of like they're trying to promote their brand to be like, hey, like we're really cool, and we're environmentally friendly just because we say plant-based or something. Um, so I feel like that's a lie and they shouldn't be using that because they're one and the same. Mm-hmm. What vegans do you respect and keep tabs on? Oh gosh, there's so many. <laughs> um, I, first I have to say I respected my brother because he did it when it wasn't fashionable and popular and this trendy thing. I also respected my I had a roommate when I lived in San Francisco and she was vegan and she showed me how she didn't eat just frozen waffles and all that stuff that my brother does. She would cook like these awesome meals. So I kind of was like, oh, that opened my eyes a little. One of the first people that I started kind of following and buying their cookbooks was Angela Angela Lydon. Um, of Oshi Glows. Mm -hmm. So I purchased her cookbooks and those like really opened my eyes to all these amazing vegan meals that I could eat. So I kind of keep up with her. There's like definitely like all these amazing restaurants around that I really keep up with those. Mm -hmm. You know like Wrench and Rodent and like you know they're building the plot and all that stuff. So I really try to keep up with things that I want to bring into my life and without having to compare myself too much to someone else. But there are definitely like my go-to cookbooks that I bought right when I turned vegan, right after I watched those documentaries that I stick to. Kristen, what's the most difficult decision along your vegan journey that you've had to make? I think the most difficult was cutting out cheese. That was, like, the hardest thing for me when I was first starting to give up because I was such a, like, cheese and wine gal. Like, that makes a great dinner, you know? Which it doesn't. (laughs) Um, Even though it's nice, but it's not really nice for your body or the environment. So I think cheese was, like, the hardest thing for me to, like, 
give up. And especially in America, everything is smothered in cheese or has cheese on it. So, I mean, even, like, every vegetarian dish is smothered in cheese. So that was definitely, I think, the hardest thing for me to give up. But when I learned, like, how many gallons of water it takes to produce, like, one block of cheese, that blew my mind. I was like, wow, that's crazy and then to think about all the animals and what they're going through to produce that one block of cheese that is providing me with momentary happiness as opposed to their whole lives Mm -hmm. them suffering for their whole lives and then all the repercussions of farming on the environment it was simple then when I thought about it from that aspect Plus, nowadays there's so many vegan cheese alternatives that are amazing, and it's so easy to even make your own vegan cheese, like mm-hmm. out of cashews or almonds or soy, so I do not miss cheese at all anymore. To sum up our time together in one sentence, please tell us, why are you vegan? I'm vegan to meet incredibly like-minded people such as yourself and know that there are other people out there who are trying to make an impact and a different on this world we live in and connect with one another being vegan like I said before it's so much more than about what you eat it's about connecting spiritually emotionally physically with everything that's around us every object every being everything in this world and that's why I love it so much that's why I'm so passionate about it because it opened my eyes to this whole new way of living and how what I do can have such an impact and I can see that impact rippling through is there anything you'd like to discuss that hasn't been asked today I think not enough people talk about being vegan and what it means to them because even in talking through all this it's like opening my eyes to how I feel about it and there's not enough conversation going on about the choices we're making we hope you've enjoyed this interview find out when the next episode of this enlightening and thought-provoking interview series is available by following why we are vegan on instagram facebook and twitter the id for all three is why we are vegan We're also on YouTube and iTunes. You can visit our free resource site, whywearevegan.org, for podcasts you may have missed and links to all our social media. Take care.